John Charlie, Sherry Elliger Show. Thanks, everybody, for coming along with the ride. Oh, my. hey, look who's coming in, Sherry. Hold on, Dabby. By the way, get ready to have lots of questions to ride because uh, he was all dialed into the Super Bowl. Talking sports with Mike. He's your go-to guy for any game or feed of athleticism. Talking sports with Mike. Give the guy a try. Although he only got his job for nepotism. He'll tell you the score. Holding a two-by-four. And now the crowd cheering begging, asking him for Right, Roller, welcome to the big show. I do want to thank you very much for the assistance you gave me on Saturday as I placed a little legal wager on the Chiefs. No problem. No mm-hmm. problem. Yes, on Kansas City outright to win. Mm-hmm. Mark bet. Thank you. Thank you. And as I panicked a couple times, Sherry, and I was texting Ryan throughout the game, and he's like, nope, don't worry, Dad. It's all part of the plan. Uh, and you predicted that uh, Chief would win overall as a football aficionado and somebody who spends a lot of time talking sports and football. Satisfied with the way the game went? Very satisfied. Um, I think this was a, a Super Bowl that really lived up to the to the billing. These two teams had been sort of on a epic crash course for each other ever since you know week three of the NFL season. Everyone looked in the NFC and went, well, the Eagles are the best team there. Except for me, I thought the Seahawks were the best team in the NFC, but no one else oh, thought that. Right. And then in the AFC, everyone, well, it looks like the Chiefs are still the Kings over there. So we sort of knew it would all culminate in this in this great clash. And mm-hmm. the game lived up, I think. There really was never a, uh, a moment where one team didn't look like they deserved to be there. They both uh, came to play, as much as I hate that term. But, um, and it was great back-and-forth action. You, the Eagles dominated the ball early, and Mahomes is limping. We think... Eagles are just going to run away with this. And overall, great coaching on both sides. Lots of gutty decisions. Lots of great technique um, and great game, game planning. So very thrilled. And I'm also thrilled, above all else, that I was right. I picked the Chiefs to win by a field oh. goal. So that, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was, thank God for that. I sent you that 500 yeah. bucks. I was like, oh, am I going to see that money again? Sherry, um, your thoughts on the overall game and the way that the uh, the Chiefs were able to sort of figure out what the Eagles were doing after the halftime. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I thought, it was a, <laughs> I, I thought it was strategic on their part that what they decided to do is run the ball as opposed to whatever else you do with the ball. And therefore, <laughs> by doing that, they yes. were able to capture the game, and then. <laughs> Sherry, I, I have a question for Rye. Two questions, for yeah. Rye. Un- somewhat unrelated. Number one: What now? Now that football is over for you, and this is such a, a an incredible part of your life, and you're you're so good at. at forecasting it and all of the things that you do will another sport sport take its place before uh baseball or what's going to happen it's a it's a good question and a lot of people ask me this because it's all i do is is talk about it and watch uh football and it, that used to be the nba i don't really like direction the direction that league has gone so i kind of just go into a a, a dormant hibernation 
Uh, may I suggest a girlfriend? May, can, may I at this point? <laughs> How about a girlfriend? You're a good-looking uh, yo, young yo, man. Yo. You got all your fingers. How about a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That hurts, but I, that's something to look into. <laughs> They're a lot of work. So I, I, I'm going to say stick with sports. I'm going to go against your dad's advice. Stick with sports. Final, can't hurt you. Final answer. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer, Mariners spring training. Okay. And then one Uh, more question. Okay, okay, yes. Okay, just one more question, because he watched the entire thing. I know he did. Worst commercial of the night. Huh. I would say, yeesh. There were some real bad ones. The Miller Lite and Coors Light one, where the Miller Lite guy is battling the Coors Light guy. And then Blue Moon comes in and goes, uh, uh, don't drink their beers, drink a Blue Moon. That one had no surprise value, no comedic value. We, we knew some beer was coming at the end. I don't know what they expected us to do with the, oh, wow, Blue Moon. That was just weak. I mean, how much money are these people paying? And this is the idea they come up with. I, I'd say the worst <laughs> one was the John Hamm and the Brie, that whatever. That was really I mean, bad. John Hamm, yep. who was a superstar uh, with Mad Men, and he's reduced to doing these, <laughs> these such pitiful commercials. I'm Ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Excuse me. That was me. the one where he was, oh. it was Ham and Cheese, Ham and Brie, right? Ham and Brie, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. We're, we're, this, we're talking sports. Oh, yeah, okay. So. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. The, yeah. All right. Brandon. Prior to the pass, holding number 24. Defense. Uh-oh. Five-yard penalty. Automatic. First down. Yeah, that's worst-case scenario. You'll see James yeah, Bradbury. Way. They're going to say he grabs him. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't yeah, know. Way. Mike, listen. I think hey, on this stage, on. I, I think you let him play. Oh, Obviously, no, Mahomes thought no he saw it. I think, I don't know. I think you let him play. Finish this thing out. I love that call. I mean, I think you got to see the whole thing. It seemed to me at the initial break, he grabbed the back of the jersey and pulled it. If we see that, I think that is all. Yeah, right. Okay. Can I just say something right now as a Philadelphia fan? I got Bradbury's shirt, okay, number 24. I got his jersey. So I think I know a little bit about him. And uh, first of all, I talked to Okay, my brother, Tommy's got... Jimmy T, who's his cousin, his sister knows a guy that works as the equipment manager. He says the whole thing was fixed. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah. Well, if if I may, Tony, I can yeah. either agree with you or agree with the player himself, James Bradbury. I don't know if we have that sound from the interview. Okay. He- well, well, yeah, no, let me tell you something, man. I've been following this guy for like two years, okay? I got his jersey. I don't know who you are. You coming in. Why don't you go back to Home Depot and look for a girl or something? Because this is the important. I mean, Hold on a second. My judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game. Um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. No way! Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, right. Okay, so like Bradbury's admitting to holding guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still a little sore. I was climbing up a pole, and they greased it all up, and I got like four feet up. I fell down on my ass. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, but hey, listen, the good thing is 
uh, even before the game ended, like three quarters in, we started setting things on fire. So we're like, oh, you know, let's get going, you know. We got to get these flames up. Yeah. Any Piece questions for me, Sherry? Sher- Susan? I, I have a question. Could yeah, you go ahead. remind us again? Soy boy. What the name oh, of your, your friend uh, who works as an equipment manager is? What was no, it? no, 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 no. Tommy's friend, Jimmy T, his sister's cousin, knows the guy that knows somebody who works as equipment manager. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that was was the question. All right, got that one. Okay, okay, I'll ask a question. Do you at all feel responsible for your fellow fans that hurt the Redskins Indian chief um, those many years ago when they broke one of his legs? Uh, and put him in a wheelchair for the rest of the season, and then eventually he died. Well, not because any? of the not because no, well, not, of any not, the not actions of the Philadelphia but he, fans. But, he, but, he just, did, but do you do you feel any responsibility for your bad behavior for the people that that have reacted like that and that do the things you do and climb up poles and set things on fire and toss over cars over a football we, game? What do you have to say about that, Susan? Let me just say something to you. <laughs> we don't have a lot going on. All right, okay. we're not New York City. We're not Baltimore. We're not Washington. We're just Philadelphia. All right. We pride ourselves on a number of things: morbidly obese teenage girls and boys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Really uh-huh. badly scarred acne faces for years and years. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm following you. That's about it. But listen, here's the thing. You got nothing else going on, just those two. And sports. And, okay, Eagles, Flyers. You want to get me started on the Flyers and Phillies? These are some of these we got. This is all we got going on, right? We get down to shore, have fun, you know, whatever, vomit, come home. This is it. This is Philadelphia. But oh, you, you guys have- are like all oh, hoity-toity, all like you know. Oh, look at us! Oh, we we went to we, we graduated from high school. Oh, we're great, you know. <laughs> you could go. There's culture in Philadelphia. There's cheesesteaks. There's the Liberty Bell. There's all kinds of wonderful things in Philadelphia. Why do you have to spend your time being destructive? Let me tell you something. I'll give you some advice. Next time you come here, you get off every Tarsdale L stop, or you get off a of 95 over near to, over near the stadiums. When you're getting off and you see that guy standing there and he's got a brown paper bag filled up with pretzels, right? Soft pretzels. Yes. And you get one and you pay like six bucks for five of them and they're all soaking wet. And you're like, you don't even <laughs> care because they were so cheap. You don't even know why they're wet. But the wetness is part of it. <laughs> it's part of it. That's what makes Philadelphia great. You, you can buy Wet a pretzels? bag of soft pretzels, a, right, a bag of soft, a brown, a brown paper bag from a guy sitting on an overturned stolen milk crate on a side of 95 for five bucks, five pretzels, and they're all like lightly moisturized. All right. Uh-huh. And that's why, and that's why we're here. And that's what Philadelphia's all about. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't realize damp pretzels was like you know a sim- symbol of of you. Did that feel like an answer to your question as well, Sherry? I feel like that's. The- <laughs> I got to get out of here. Okay. I got to oh, get okay. out of here. We don't want to keep you yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you I'm gonna. Head, to yeah, I got to get out. I go down to Jimmy's, get myself a steak or something like that. Cheese steak. Went and went out. Right. Went and went out. <laughs> out. What does that mean? 
<laughs> and he's gone, Sherry. Oh, yeah, gone. too late. Oh, I've lost late. my chance. Okay. okay. All right. You all right, Rye? Give back, give that guy a segment. <laughs> and a theme song. Silly guy. And a theme song. <laughs> yeah. All right. By the way, when do I get my money? Did it already come? I sent it to you this morning, yes. Okay. And here's the big question. Did you do a little gambling as well? No. No, I did not. Oh, interesting. Ooh. So you're very confident with your dad's money, but not putting up any of your own. No, well, no. I'm trying to move. I, You know, as confident as I was, I, I can't, uh, I, you know, anything can happen. Sure. He got, by, I besides. To, I was willing to wager my dad's 500. <laughs> yes. Plus, Jacob, he got himself a little bit of trouble when he was uh, oh, that's uh, right. doing some of that and spent a lot of money. I think it was close $4, to $4,444.44. <laughs> Something like that. How, All right. A little hey, kickback for Rye, though. I mean, he okay, gave you sure, the tip. We're, we're moving on. What am I kickback oh, okay. for him? He gave he's, you the tip. He's leaving Florida. He's moving up here. He's going to go to Central Washington. He's going to be going to school there. He's selling it, my car that I gave him. He's selling that. What are you getting for the car? How much? I'm not sure yet. Not at all what it's worth. <laughs> Five, six thousand dollars? <laughs> Probably somewhere. Whatever. Uh, Bill and appliances is willing to give me. <laughs> You're selling it to the guy at Home Depot? <laughs> well, I mean, those are the only people I know. <laughs> like you said, it's sports and Home Depot. Got it. All right. Work yeah, the girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. in there, okay? All right. Yeah, love, love. Love, love. Love, love. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Out the door. Yeah. So he's going to sell the car and move up here because it wouldn't be worth probably transporting the car would cost more than what the car is worth. He's like, where should I sell it? I said, I don't know. So he's walking around Home Depot with Bill and Appliance willing to make him an offer for the car. So there we go. All right. Um, by the way, I uh, I was impressed with Rihanna. You were not impressed with Rihanna singing at uh, halftime. Sure. You, didn't, you weren't all caught up in the splendor of Rihanna. Not not a fan, no, not particularly. I, I don't I'm not I don't know her music and I found the whole thing to be odd with the mm-hmm. marching, you know, Michelin men thing and then her with that big Oh, I thought outfit. those guys were I thought I thought they were they were Wuhan a lab techs or something the way they're addressed. Listen, <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, no, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't get her. Sorry. Oh. You know what Nick told me? Nick, he said to me, she said, you know what about Rihanna songs? All the songs make women feel really sensual and sexy, and it makes them all kind of, you know, you know, woo. Or, uh-huh. I'm waiting. <laughs> I got I saw, that. We saw a lot of women at the end of, like, after halftime leave. Oh. And that was her theory, that they were getting all worked up after the Rihanna songs. Wow, I, I did. I she does not have that power over me. I found her to be kind of strange. Maybe that's really? maybe that's the attraction. Maybe that's what it is. Is there's just something a little? Uh, I mean, not not always, but that in that performance, yeah, with that outfit on and then her being brella, pregnant. Brella, and, brella, brella. One last thing around the horn. Did it bother anybody that she was obviously lip syncing? Anybody? Did it bother anyone? Anyone? I, I was just, I was asleep during halftime. I took I, a nap. I don't, right. I don't think the acoustics. No. They can't. They. I don't think they can do anything but lip sync at the Super Bowl uh, because of the. Andrew, way did you care that Rihanna was lip syncing? No, nah, it's kind of par for the course when it comes to you know big stuff like that. 
Okay. And Nate, I know you're a real perfectionist when it comes to your Rihanna live performances. Were you okay to put that aside and accept the lip sync? It ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> if I can be honest. <laughs> I don't even know if you're being honest by adding, can I be honest? <laughs> we'll accept that. <laughs> hey, here we go. You're writing to us at mynorthwest.com. Coming into the state moving text line, one 973 Teeny tiny lady right over there. Just, um, wow. Jacob, how do you stop her from getting the food on the um, all over the letters and stuff? She's got quite the... Adult-sized potato in that. Jar. Yeah, like um, we've gone over this before, but I only I, none of the letters actually go into the jar. <laughs> I, sh- I show them to her through the glass, so she doesn't actually get to touch them, okay. which is probably for the yeah. Again, Best avoids a mess. Butter, butter. What what else is it? Just is that just a plain potato, teeny potato. This is a potato. All right. Uh, by the way, let's say let's knock these out because this, these will be completely irrelevant. Not that we care about what's relevant or not on the show. <laughs> But knocking out the last of the big game, can we not even say S commercials, or we have to keep calling them big game commercials? I think we've broken the rule a couple of times today. But, um, sure, you got a chance to, I know it's funny, you said that you were somewhere else on Sunday, yesterday, so Trevor taped the big game, and mm-hmm. then you went home to watch, even though it's taped, so he was blasting through the commercials? Yeah, he wanted to get to the next part of the game, and then my thought was, okay, don't don't be like, oh, wait, I want to see the commercials, because I didn't want to bother him. So I figured <laughs> I'd watch the commercials. <laughs> you don't know Trevor like I know Trevor. So I thought, I'll watch them later or get uh-huh. a recap. So I, I, I saw some of them, but I didn't see all of them. I saw you know the ones I think that, that most people are talking about today. Ah, uh, um, Rams premature electrification. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about buying an electric vehicle, but worried that it could leave you unsatisfied? Then you could be one of many Americans concerned about premature electrification. Symptoms may include fearing you might not be able to last as long as you'd like. There was plenty of charge before. Sometimes it goes away. A lot of times. I've been working a lot. Being unsure if you have enough power to handle your payload. I don't know if I got the power for this baby. I'm adventurous. I like to go all the way. I don't want to have to question if we're even going to make it. Yeah, I sense devil on Tondra on this one. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, a lot of those kinds of references. The Washington Post did their five best and five worst. This came in as one of the five worst. Okay. Where did this one come in? Yo, this is a bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Popcorners. You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White. Jesse. Everyone's going to want to taste. And I know just the guy to talk to. I have to say something. Every commercial that came up, I didn't get any of them because they were all you know, cultural references to some star of some movie that I've never seen or some Netflix show where the guy all of a sudden makes the appearance and that's supposed to be the surprise thing. And then he does some sort of catchphrase that he has all the time, like, I've got socks, and then everybody laughs watching it. I had no idea where any of it was. This I've only seen one episode, one episode of this show Breaking Bad, which I think came out a couple years ago. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Two, uh, at two least t- at least ten, I think. Ten, yeah. okay. So I've only seen one, and it was this episode where he first realizes how he can make the uh, make uh, whatever he's making, and they're in the RV. So when this commercial came on, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is clever. This is clever." What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> popcorners. And were those all the? Those were the three actors, right? Those are the yeah. three guys yes. that were in there. Okay, yeah. So that one worked out for me. Uh, John Travolta did the thing with the um, T-Mobile taking the takeoff from Greece, right? Also made the worst list. Did it? Yep, 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 yep. And and the point of of both of these is that nostalgia is good, but it's a little it's a little bit a little bit much. It says. Um, T-Mobile reunited the actors for another spot this year, introducing them to a new friend, John Travolta. They sing about T-Mobile home internet. The song is obviously catchy and demands for someone to tell me more. Um, but are we overdoing it on the nostalgia? So between Breaking Bad, uh, this one, um, the thing with um, uh, Ben Stiller and Zoolander, it's, it's almost like there's no fresh ideas. They just keep going back, relying on the fact that, you hope that these are iconic images or iconic type things that people, everyone will recognize. Well, not everybody does. Well, you just try to hit the biggest part of the target, right? My, I, I watched them all. I didn't see them last night. Um, after the Rihanna thing, we left. And uh, I watched the Bradley Cooper and his mom Doing that T-Mobile, the T-Mobile Bradley Cooper one where he's on there with his mom and his mom can't get any of the lines right. And the whole thing was just a bunch of outtakes. I didn't see that one. Anyone? Oh, I Take did up. see that one. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting Andrew? for that. Yeah, that was clever, right? That one worked out well. I don't know. Was that on the list of uh, bad ads? Not the one no. that I saw, weirdly. That, that was just considered, I guess, mediocre, not best or, or worst. Well, the one that people keep talking about today is the Dunkin' Donuts one with with uh, Ben Affleck, and they think that it's that was so great. And then with Jennifer Lopez driving up at the end and him doing his Boston accent, everybody thought that was phenomenal. Oh, and the M and M's mm. one also on the worst list. Okay, good. I, it is really a weird thing about the sort of the the gravitational pull of a soup of a big game show. <laughs> The big game, not mm-hmm. big game show, big game <laughs> that people call you and they're like, hey, what are you doing today? Or they call you the day before. So what are your plans? Like everybody's racing to get some sort of plans. There's nobody out on the road. Then you go to some party, there's a tremendous amount of food, more food than you can possibly imagine. And where we went, there were like four or five television sets or like 40, 50, 60 people all packed into the basement of this house. And uh, we walked in with a bottle of wine. We realized there was enough alcohol in there to supply, like, many sororities and fraternities for at least, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And we brought – is this wrong to bring a bottle of wine and then leave with your bottle of wine? Yes. <laughs> it is. Even if you even if you don't think anybody's going to notice, you make a contribution to the gathering. So even if you leave it on a table somewhere, you don't take it with you. How about showing up with a 12-pack of beer, but there's already two missing, and you're carrying that thing in its cardboard box with its torn open plastic. You can obviously see there's two missing, 
putting that down on the table and then trying to surreptitiously sneak it out through the porch door and then sneaking around through the front door to get your stash so that nobody saw you actually climb up the steps with it. That's hypothetically fine. speaking. That's, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's worse. You don't take you don't bring something to a party and then take it home. What you do, Sherry, is you put it over near everybody else and you realize they have so much they're not gonna miss this. Yeah, besides, look at all the extra alcohol. So then you put it on the ground and then you slowly kick it across the carpet without anybody noticing. So you get to the door and then you act like you want to look outside to see, wow, look how what how much, what how many acres is he on? And then you kick it out the door, and then you close the door, and then when you go to leave, you run around the side. Now, did this happen when you were 17 or last night? It's something I perfected when I was 17, so when I do it when I'm older in my 60s, nobody notices. Well, if it works for you, then good. Then why not just show up empty-handed so you don't have to go through all of those gymnastics to to get the uh, get the beer Chicken, back. sliding, sneaking. Yeah. Yeah. Just just show up with nothing, and people won't mind. But then if no, you meet somebody you have to on show the way up with out, no, no, you have to show up with something. Yeah, <laughs> show up, just show up with something. It's the thought that counts, and then that's all that matters. Just the thought. I thought he left something. Yeah, I think he did, too. I thought I'm sneaking around the back with it. Found it, Andrew. What's that? Right in the middle of a Triscuit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I should have put a couple more spots. I should have known. All right, it's okay. Here comes the mailman now. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta chew the biscuit. You can't just swallow it. Look, look! I've got all these beers left over from yesterday. <laughs> Haven't you learned your lesson about the triscuits on the air? No, Sarah. You know why? <laughs> no, why? I'm a I'm a full grown man. <laughs> It's that just, has to do with what? What, yeah. is that, what, what? what does that mean? I don't know. I'm too late to be taught new things. I don't want to be. I'm too far gone. Don't try to teach me new things. It's really funny to hear the phrase, I'm a full-grown man, spoken by someone fighting through the Trisket that's still clearly lodged. <laughs> it's, it's, it's turned sideways on me. I hope you're all happy. <laughs> it's horizontal in there now. <laughs> and it's not the right, first it, time it's happened. That's the it's thing. about I'm a full-grown man. Here comes a teeny. We already did, what yeah. You, teeny, what are you eating? What should I eat instead of triscuits? All right, here comes the letter of the day. First, take care of all the rest. Here we go. Sherry? Soup, uh, the big game. Uh, Farmer yeah. Brown in the 253. Sherry uh, is the real yeah. animal here, thinking John was going to refill the beers with urine. Boy, that's thank you. a real fine thank point you. on that. <laughs> thank you, Farmer Brown. <laughs> Hello from the left. Again, listen, if you're just tuning in, these letters are not endemic of the entire show. This They're just picking all the attainment parts of it. Picking at the tain. Here we go. Mellow from Anchorage says if you if you could stop sharing. Ah, if you could find the chief's grandkids or his second cousin and tell us about how they put a chief's fight. Um, that would be okay. Never just, just moving on. Sorry. Okay. Uh, 360 says Samuel Barber Adagio for strings. Yeah, I know. That's the name of the song, yeah. 
Oh, it didn't okay. work out the way I thought it would. 206 uh, Rihanna Dancers, those white marshmallow guys. Remind me of Woody Allen's movie about sex. Maybe they could, um, along with the red, pink stage and the outfits, were referencing her pregnancy. Oh, wow. Oh. Really analyzing all that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 253 says, I thought the halftime show was the Oompa Loompas from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, thanks um, coming to having your kids go into a restaurant. They're un- uh, under the age of 10. They're not welcome. 360, don't be mad at me. Be mad at the crappy parents. I can say that because I own one of these little buggers. And if you don't allow that behavior, it will not happen. Mm-hmm. Dating coworkers, 360 says, and that reason is why I always got my shoes at Buster Brown's as a kid. Buster has zero sexual energy in the air. <laughs> Glad you made that observation about poor Fox, Mr. Brown. Fox Island G, the 253. My fellow millennials, who may not be as learned in the classics of Nick at Night, Mrs. Kravitz was a nosy neighbor, always peering through the blinds. Thank On you. On what Thank show? Thank you, Fox Island G. Uh, Bewitched. Yes. Uh, drugged Kids 360 says melatonin. They gave us phenobarbital as kids. Starbucks. Let's say this person, Doug in Mount Vernon, says $4,000 for a Starbucks cup of coffee. The union benefits might be too excessive. Uh, uh, three, three says oh. I totally what we've the total. got here is failure to communicate. And now right. it is time for the letter of the day. Teeny says it's the letter of the day. Sherry? Kyle in Olympia says, do you make the pretzels damp at the same time you refill the beers? Sherry wanted to know, but was scared to ask. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we, by the way, for those of you that think the show is slipping, tune in tomorrow. <laughs> That's all she wrote. We'll prove it. For right another hour from 6 to 7 right here. The John Curley Sherry Elliker Show. All right? All right. Here we go.